Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I'm not. That's very accurate. <laughs> I, I'm not Alex Eschback. Yeah. I am somebody much more beautiful and handsome. I'm Matt Golden. It's good to see you, buddy. It's great to see you. We're both being healthy today and drinking water like responsible adults. This is the first time that neither one of us has had alcohol on this show while we were recording. Yeah. So if it's the worst show ever, then you know why. there's you know a problem why. hydration. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll be back with more alcohol soon i promise uh but this week we were talking about the 2019 film hellboy oh i watched the ron perlman classic well you were luck or did you watch the live action or the animated version oh the live action of course Uh, well the animated version is also great i recommend both animated films to anyone who hasn't seen them yet there you go go check out this uh go watch those instead of watching this hellboy movie yeah before we get into it i want to say like i think you and i were both wary about the trailer like after we saw it but like we sold like some optimism. Uh, when I saw the teaser, I was like, "Fuck yeah, Hellboy!" Yeah. And then I saw the full length trailer, and I was like, yeah. "Okay, Hellboy." And uh, I'm a big fan of the director Neil Marshall. Uh, he directed the film, the horror film, The Descent, which I th- think is a modern, not a modern classic, but it's a classic film. Especially came out at a time when there wasn't a lot going on for mainstream horror films. He also directed two of the biggest Game of Thrones episodes ever. He did Blackwater uh, season two and Watchers on the Wall season four as well. Uh, so, uh, let me just real quick say he also did We Are Marshall, right? Uh, I don't think he did. <clears throat> did he? No, I'm just making a play on okay. his last name. Uh, <laughs> what was the first thing you said that he did? Uh, Descent. The Des- f- that uh, movie is fucking incredible. I know. It, it, it holds up really, really Yeah, well. it really does. I rewatched it maybe like six months ago. It's it, terrifying as fuck, too. Yeah. It's one of those films, like, you appreciate something for, like, if you just watch it, like, in the dark by yourself, like, late at night. Uh, but sadly, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, we, we, can we just talk about the descent instead? And I will say too, like Matt and I are both big Hellboy fans. We own basic, <clears throat> we own every trade in the main Hellboy storyline. Uh, we're both going through BPRD right now. I'm in the middle of uh, Hell on Earth. Matt's in the middle of Plague of Frog. So we're, I mean, everything Mike McNoll has done that we've read uh, in his world, we've been big fans of. Uh, and I'll I mean, say it's right off the bat, this film was a disappointment for me. Uh, yeah, I will say, though, this was very much like a, a Hellboy story the way it was told. And I have no issue with the way in which it was told. It had a bunch of vignettes. Uh, it told little mini Hellboy stories that you get in the comics. And if it is a big payoff at times for comic book readers. Yeah, I loved the I loved the vignettes. I thought those were a nice touch. Uh, and it did have a lot of moments that were ripped directly from the pages. Uh, as well yep uh i did think like reading the bad reviews going in i was like well it's like it whatever like 21 percent i don't know what it's at i'm like well there's a 21 percent chance that i might like it and there's i might have a higher chance because i'm pre uh predetermined to like hellboy already anyway uh i will say i thought the good thing going for this okay i'll start from the very beginning from the very opening of the film spoilers for hellboy uh I like my stomach just sank. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good because it opens with this cool, like black and white scene of King Arthur riding up to fight the blood queen uh, with his knights. But they literally narrate 
all of the action that's happening as we see it's happening for some reason. There's this old writer's adage that people hear and say time and time again, but it's show, don't tell. This is the first thing I've done, or not done, the first thing I've seen that is both showing and telling at the exact same time. I prefer in my movies when they tell and not show. Yeah. You want you want to know exactly what's happening and be able to figure out first. But like the weird thing is too, it's like in like narrator would go and King Arthur and his men came up, and then you see the Blood Queen and she's like King Arthur. I'm like you could just cut out the narration and just like left like some a little bit of suspense. It was like a for the bad reason. version of 300. Yes, like like the narration in 300 is fitting and it works well with the movie. The narration in this one is literally just saying what's fucking yeah. is happening. And like, I oh. just want to feel like that was a bad studio note is all that was. That's what I'm hoping for at least. But the narration is anything. And the weird thing is like narration is there for that first part, a little prologue and never appears again, which I mean, is a good thing overall. It should yeah, have. Thank God. But it, should, yeah. it didn't have any place. No. Uh, so that's how the film starts. Uh, and that's when I basically had low hopes from then on. I think, Performance-wise, David Harbour was just fine. I think he just has a problem of living in Ron Perlman's shadow. Which is what every great actor has always had to deal with. Yeah, Living exactly. in Ron Perlman's shadow. Yeah. Uh, That's why the Sons of Anarchy spinoff just didn't hit all the right notes. No, no, it did not. I will say I had a very... one, Maybe my favorite moment of the movie uh, right off the bat. And I thought it was definitely for somebody like me. There was a great rock and roll band... Uh, Black Rebel Motorcycle Club, who often goes by BRMC, uh, and they were playing when BPRD flashed on screen mm-hmm. for the first time, and I said, "Yes, cool. Maybe I'm back on board for a second here. Maybe just there were maybe. moments like where like it would kept like reeling you in, like giving you hope. Yeah. What do you and, think of the first Hellboy sequence when he's in the uh, ring in Mexico? Uh, I mean, part of me thought it was cool because, like, oh, I remember, I remember the storyline from the comics directly. Yeah, uh, I was like, oh, they're cool. They're, like, they're telling this story, uh, but there's it's just weird because, like, there was mixed in with like cheesy moments as well that I thought like didn't. I thought it was this weird. The humor for me was so hit or miss. Like, Hellboy does have these off kilter notes and these very dry sense of humor, but it tends to blend well in the comic world and to where it just felt forced a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody laughed in the movie one time I was at. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't think. I mean, I'm like, I thought things were funny, but I was never like, <laughs> never, there, not once. There's maybe 12 people in my screening, though. I mean, I did see like a 10, 15 in the morning screening. I, there's about 12 in mine, too. Yeah. I was in the director's suite. Oh, wow. Yeah, getting fancy. I shelled out way too much money for this <laughs> terrible film. Should have gone to a 4D version of it. Yeah, what I like to do most of all on a Sunday morning is spend $40 on a movie. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you think of the wrestling sequence? I like that. That was the beginning was fine with me. Mm -hmm. Other than the King Arthur thing, which if you had headphones on and you listen to it on silent. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Totally cool. Yeah. That that might have even been better. No dialogue. And when his friend gets impaled on the wrestling ring, like that was cool. uh, Yeah. When he impaled his own friend, you mean? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, That was awesome. So there was a moment. I will say. I thought, like, and going back like the impaling, I thought the violence and the gore was really well done in this film. Uh, yeah, they didn't hold back on the gore. No. Uh, I kind of think they might have taken, like, the wrong lesson from, like, rated R, like, superhero films. Like, oh, we're just going to wrap up the violence and the gore. It didn't make the film better, per se, but it didn't make it any worse. And it was handled well in an entertaining way, I thought, too. Yeah, there was just a bunch of surprises with the gore that I was like, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Cool. 
I'm here for it. Uh, there was a bunch of moments in this movie I, I liked, but on the whole, like I just can't get behind so much of it. Why don't we go ahead and just go over some of the moments that we like? So what, what moments that you enjoyed? Most of it was the first half. I liked the uh, Wild Hunt. Yes, for the um, most part, I really enjoyed the Wild Hunt as well, too. Yeah, I, I was like, I was trying to remember the story of the Wild Hunt, and it's basically these people uh, decide that they're going to kill Hellboy and uh, make him think that he's helping them, and really they're going to just stab him in the back. Which is what happens. And, and they're, they're, they're hunting giants. to kill giants, which is part yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the wild hunt is they're going to kill giants. And then they're like, Hellboy, we need your help. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, I got you, boo. It's weird. Like the wild hunt might be my favorite Hellboy storyline. And they borrowed so many great elements. But it was just like off enough to where I'm like, oh, you guys are also ruining like part of the wild hunt. Not the first part, but towards the end. More stuff with the Blood King, uh, Queen. And Gruger, whatever his name is, like the giant pig and all that as well. But I do agree. The stuff with the wild hunt was great. Like when you see the Osiris Club, you see the giant's heads on the wall, which is in the comics as well, too. I yep. thought that was a nice touch, too. What do you think of the CGI giants? Because this is like, other than the the vampire wrestling sequence, which I really enjoyed, uh, what do you think of these giants? I, I like the giant scene. That's why I made my, my favorite, like scene of action in the entire movie. It was very CGI, but I thought it yeah. was it was handled well because yeah. how are you going to have a sequence with giants? The, the CGI wasn't great in this film, but I felt like that was just no. more budget constraints more than anything. Yes. Uh, oh my God, the CGI yeah. was not great. There are some, some parts where it was really spotty, but I did think that, like, I love that scene. I love Hellboy sw- swinging the giant sword around, stuff like that too, or the giant club. I thought that was really cool. Uh, one of my favorite scene moments too is towards the end of the film, the very end. When we actually get to see Hellboy, whenever he touches Excalibur and he sees himself with the full horns and the crown of flames riding the death dragon above the horde of the undead. I thought that was a really cool moment as well, too. I like that. Uh, I liked seeing motherfucking Lobster Goddamn Johnson in a movie. Yes. Lobster, seeing Lobster Johnson was great. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't yeah, either. Uh, I was The whole time I was like, man, I wish he was going to be in this film. And then he shows up for just a, the briefest of moments played by... Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yes, Thomas yeah. Hayden Church. Mr. Sandman. I fucking love it. That's brilliant casting for Lobster Johnson. Yeah. I would never have picked it myself. Yeah, same here, but <laughs> yeah, I thought it was great. Nothing uh, wrong with yeah. it. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, a nice Can little they just experience. redo... Um, uh, oh, shit. Uh, Ernest... The Ernest movies with him instead? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. The <laughs> Ernest P. Forget? Worrell? Yeah. yeah. That'd be fantastic. Re- remake all nine Ernest films with Thomas Hayden Church. I'd rather do like a Weekend at Bernie thing with uh, Jim Varney's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No way yeah. that could be yeah. fucked up. Yeah. I like it. Okay. So why don't you go ahead and jump into some of the stuff that you didn't like about this film? Um, I thought... Oh man, I, I had more good stuff to talk okay, about. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, S- is it Sing its praises. I don't know about that. I liked Alice, the character, a lot. Uh, another comic book character brought to life here. This is where you and I differ greatly. I, yeah. I, I hated Alice. It was really? so far removed from Alice from the comic. It really was. She's uh, like a 21-year-old in this. Yeah. Uh, aside from like the that. Changeling storyline, uh, it could have been literally just anybody else. It didn't have to be Alice. Like I thought they added the, like, the unnecessary ability of to her to punch ghosts. Uh, for that one scene, that was dumb. Which, which didn't, or there was no payoff for it or anything. It was like that one scene just never mentioned again. Yep. I thought her performance was one of the worst in the film. So uh, you and I are on opposite of the spectrum on this one. See, I liked her a lot. I don't think I didn't have really many problems with the acting 
in this movie. Yeah, I thought the acting, I thought probably, I thought the best was Daniel Day Kim as uh, Damio. Uh, David Harbour was, again, he wasn't bad. He just wasn't Ron Perlman. Like, I, I get that sense that, like, whenever they recast uh, Wolverine Logan, like, I hope that person doesn't go through the same thing that David Harbour does. Because some people just in- have become iconic uh, for playing that role. What do you think of Milijovic? I thought she was fine. She, she she's very much how how I expect her to be. Yep. Uh, in the movie, and I thought Ian McShane was great uh, as Professor Broom, or uh, not great, but he was really good uh, as Professor Broom. I think he gave the exact performance you'd expect from him. Yeah, he, it was actually a little more reserved at times. You expect bigger things if you watch American Gods. Uh, he's obviously bigger than that. If you're a fan of Deadwood, obviously his uh, he's or even iconic in Game that. Game of Thrones, yeah, in Game of Thrones as well. <clears> too. He makes an excellent cameo in that yeah. episode or two. Yeah, or three. Yeah, I thought he was a little weak, honestly, but I mean it's fine. Uh, nothing stood out as great though, as far as any of these performances by any of these actors. Uh, Harbor is definitely no Ron Perlman, and he really suffered for that, I think, and just. The whole Bobby Yaga stuff. That's kind of where I yes. I started getting into like the oh god. And I I love Bobby Yaga like the folklore that everyone's been fascinated by. I love Bobby Yaga in Hellboy, and I thought I love the Chicken House. Yes, I love oh, that as shit, well. That was great uh, the, in the movie. I will say this really something good. I liked as well too. I thought the creature design was really good in this movie. Yep. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. Uh, but like I didn't feel like they needed to shoehorn Bobby Yaga into the story at all. They could have just cut her out. And it would have been paced better, uh, even though I thought like she was fantastic. The character, like, she was creepy and all that as well. Like I like that part, but she didn't need to be in this film. No, there was almost no point to her being in it. She was kind of a middleman for both parties, good and bad, which didn't make a whole lot of sense necessarily. No, not didn't. It wasn't needed. It yeah, flat out was not needed. So okay, you, you have more good stuff. Uh, not really. Uh, you sure, from, you're welcome to share. No, from there on, yeah. it's it's kind of just bad. Uh, uh, like you said, the the baby kidnapping, love that. Yeah, uh, I love that vignette. Yeah, that in. vignette was really nice too. Uh, but and it led to the the overall story. That was yes. the big thing. Was it, yeah, it actually played it contributed. In. Yeah. Uh, so when we get to the bad, I always said I didn't like the, what they did to Alice for the film. Uh the. Tone was the tone just wasn't even through the film. I thought too. What about all that butt rock that we got to hear? I know throughout was, the yeah. whole fucking movie. yeah. It was just too much. It wasn't a well paced film either. Uh, it kicked and dragged and just I don't know. It just it could have been edited a lot more. And I don't want to say it was a direction problem. I don't want to say it's a performance problem. I mean, it felt more like a script problem more than anything else, or maybe too much studio notes. I, I don't know. I thought the movie just wasn't very well written. Like they didn't hook it all together nicely. They tried to fit too much shit in. They maybe stuck to. They tried to fit way too many Magnolia yeah. stories in there. It would have been great. The fir- split them up. Yeah, like the first like half hour, forty minutes would have been a great pilot for like a Hellboy TV show. Ooh, now see that's some shit I can get behind. Yeah, but for a Hellboy movie, it was just, it was just too much. And like I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of a lot of the fight sequences too, especially towards the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, the the whole thing with the Blood Queen was so anticlimactic. I felt like yeah, yeah, and it was drawn out and anticlimactic, and it was she, she never felt truly threatening to me either. 
No, we didn't get really get to see much of her power. No. Other than when she twisted those yeah. bitches up. Yeah, the funnest part, like, was the giant man pig, the changeling. Him, like, gathering up the body parts. His interactions with Hellboy were fun, I thought. But even that final fight scene with him and Were Panther, uh, Damio, was just, I mean, nothing didn't, right Didn't home care about. for the Were Panther or CGI yeah. or yeah. action sequences. Yeah. Those were and the whole off. thing about Damio, like, getting a bullet to kill Hellboy, I thought was stupid at the same time. Like, that that was a deep plot that was not needed in the oh, film. Oh, yeah. And then she asked him, what, what was that for afterwards? Yeah. And he's about yeah. to destroy it yeah. after they had all saved the day together. And he goes, a big mistake. Yeah. Oh, so fucking cheesy and corny. The writing, the script was just not good. Yeah, it really wasn't. Like, there's even a little moment too, like when Damio's like waiting out before he goes into like the gun shop, he looks around like the entire time. Stopping in front of a gun shop and looking around is a, is a lot less conspicuous than actually just walking inside. Weird acting. Plus, choice, I thought. also you're you're a field agent who's trained in uh, using weapons and guns, so it would it would not be unusual to, to go inside that store. This movie had absolutely no heart. I, I never agree. felt the connection point. between Hellboy and his dad, which yeah. was the big emotional tug at the end, supposedly. Um, I didn't feel it. Yeah, I agree. I wasn't I mean, there for it. I really don't think we even needed Professor Broom necessarily. Because no. like, while he is very important to Hellboy's life, he's not. he doesn't have a huge shelf life in the comics uh, itself. So No, you could have made Alice's life in, in peril instead and yeah. kind of built their, relation, their relationship yeah. up. Didn't happen. It was just convoluted and it only had like five characters like why is this so complex oh, I know. it seemed needlessly complex yeah it's weird the movie felt really small at times for for such like a massive disaster and like in a fantastical world like and i know it's not fair to compare it to harry potter who had like a billion dollar budget in all sense of the world but like you you got the sense of, of like the magical world they lived in and this just felt so contained at times yeah, and Hellboy had a two billion dollar budget and they couldn't even make it happen <laughs> frustrating man and we'll I, say i love hellboy so this is this is a big miss for yeah. me this it was a big miss for a lot of people it didn't do good at the box office it only made 18 million opening weekend domestically opening up third overall uh while shazam repeated number two also it probably shouldn't have had a release date a week after shazam too which is just poor playing by Lionsgate's part yeah they really should have done it well after avengers i thought yeah. Closer to Spider-Man, maybe. Yeah. It wouldn't have been like a bad like like mid like winter movie either. Like around like October would have been a good time. It's got like dark horror theme too. October would have been perfect. Like yeah. late September, October. Why are we not movie executives? We should be. Uh Lionsgate, hire us. Yeah. We will make Saw 13 for you. I promise. And we will also just cut out all the parts of the next Hellboy script. If there ever is one ever again. Yeah, Saw 13 is actually going to be Hellboy 2. Yes. Don't don't think too much on it. Uh, what did you think of the uh, the very ending here? Uh, the end credit scenes. Uh, it was nice seeing Lobster Johnson again. Yeah. Uh, well, I meant uh, uh, okay. when we get the Abe Sapien tease. Yeah. Uh, cool. I mean, I love Abe Sapien, but I would rather have him in the film than have him be at the T. You know who I want? Fucking homunculus, bro. Yeah. That, that would have been fantastic. That would have been way cooler. Yeah. Yeah, there is, or even like Liz Sherman, who plays a much bigger part in the comic you know, th- this point in Hellboy's life. Yeah, and if you're uh, familiar with the Hellboy movies, you know yeah. who Liz Sherman is. Yeah, and she, and that's the thing too. I think that's the problem too is with the first Hellboy films, we have Abe and we have Liz Sherman, who were, were both great in those films as well too. Yep. So, I don't know. It's when, when you're making a remake like this, you you need to. I understand you want to set yourself apart and don't just have like retread the same characters. 
out again, but you at least can do something better than what the old films did. And aside from gore and maybe that was it because they both have great creature design. So I can't say maybe better action pieces uh, at times, but that's it. Yeah. The action was weak later on in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. Uh, I love seeing lobster Johnson as much as possible. Give me a lobster Johnson TV show. Yeah, exactly. That's what I would love when anything. It's just like a BPR uh, D uh, TV show to be announced. Yeah, that'd yeah. be fucking cool. Yeah, you do like Dark Horse will never do it. Oh, I know. And it makes me so sad. I know. Yeah, they just hate money. They they really do. They could do a bunch of shit with Black Hammer now, yeah. other than the comics. That'd be amazing. If, like a Black Hammer, like season one is like the first trade, and then you do like a mini series of like two to three episodes of like Quantum Age or whatever, and then you go back to season two. Yep. Yeah. So, but we can only dream that that one day happens. Dark Horse, hire us. That's to, what I really want to work to for. To sell your rights. Yeah. <laughs> we'll give it for a dollar just because we want it to be made. Yes. Yeah, we will We will work for only $300,000 a year apiece. Yeah. Fair deal. Done. Take it. Yep. Yeah. Sold. Yeah. Uh, we require a bowl of M&M's at all times by our <laughs> side. Uh, peanut M&M's for me. Uh, and also... Peanut M&M's for Alex, despite his allergy to peanuts. Uh, I You uh, look like you would have a peanut allergy. I only eat peanut butter M&M's, okay? Because they're better <laughs> than Reese's Pieces. That really? was a life tip for everyone out there. That life tip was more valuable th- than watching Hellboy was. So, <laughs> let's get back on top. What would you rate this film on a Five. scale? Yeah, I'm going with a four, one of the rare times. Uh, I'm more than you. This is, to me, I would say, don't see it in theaters. Uh I will say there are a couple moments. If you see this like on cable, you will stop and like like oh he's fighting giants. I like this scene. After that scene is over, you will immediately turn over to, to something else. Oh, what uh, happened to the cool stuff? Yeah, exactly. Is I was thinking about this weird like it's weird like in a world where like the terrible Venom trailer Venom ended up being such a better film than, than Hellboy. Yeah. With, uh, when Hellboy I never would have seen that. Yeah, with Hellboy having stronger force material and Venom being so disconnected from everything else. And like in, in the Spider-Man and Marvel universe, it's almost somehow. like Sony can make a good movie. Yeah. Lionsgate's made a lot of good films too. So I just don't, I don't know. Name 40, uh, 40. Okay. <laughs> Hellboy and Hellboy two, David Harbor, uh, without the horns, Hellboy three, Ape Sapien goes wild. <laughs> Hellboy three, Point five, Apes Aping goes to rehab. <laughs> Hellboy four, homunculus, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. <laughs> Hellboy five, a recut of Hellboy one, the G version. That's <laughs> written G. Yeah. I mean, I can go on and on. But that we, one's called Heck Boy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> HG double hockey sticks, boy. Yes, my yeah. dude. It'd be cool to have two hockey sticks in, in it for the title card. Yeah, it would. Yeah. Uh, as a big but if fan. everyone said his name, like they're like AG <laughs> H- double hockey sticks, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the movie that they should have made. So I'd be surprised if this film makes our year endless for either one of us. Yeah, at all. I would be too. I, at the start of the year, I probably would have pegged it for yeah easily a top ten, if not a top five. Yeah. But, yeah. but big big slip. That's going to wrap it up for this week's episode. Next week, we're going to be doing a primer for Avengers Endgame. So be sure to listen before you go see the movie in theaters. Yes, we're doing an Optimus Primer next week. Yes, Get ready. Exactly. Uh, we just saw Bumblebee, and we're very excited. Uh, 
As always, you can email us at henchmanofcomics at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram and Twitter, but like and subscribe. I'm going to start saying at the beginning. I think okay. I say this every week. Fuck it. If you're still listening, just leave a review. I don't care if it's shit at this point. Uh, my mom will probably read it. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for me. For Henchman of Comics, I'm Alex Eschbeck. And I'm Hunculus. Henchman ain't easy.